Hey, we're live. That's what we do when it's uh, MCU Monday's time because <laughs> it's Monday and it's the time. So it's MCU Monday's time. Welcome. <laughs> Glad to be here as always. I'm your host, Chris. Joined as always by my delightful co host, Debbie. Mostly delightful, not always. Delightful. Didn't you just get a promotion or something? I keep oh, yes, now. I did. I saw a post. Debbie has got more responsibility. <laughs> Twice the responsibility. Hundred times the pay, though. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a big pay, but mm-hmm. big pay uh, jump there. Yeah. I, I was promised Chris Evans would deliver my uh, first check. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> You've been lied to. Uh, we also got David with us as usual. David, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's Monday. Ready to talk some MCU. Monday's MCU. Thursday is the Thursday. time for Star Wars, and that's where David hosts the Star Wars show. You can always check out the Cantina Happy Hour on Geek News Now. That happens on Thursdays. This time, but on Thursday. Today we talk about the MCU. We're joined by our special guest, John or Ambrose or I was, like, was going to say yeah, I was just like, that's what you, <laughs> somebody uh, that guy down there on the another on the member of the Geek News Now community who is joining us to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. But uh, John, I know you do some writing for the website. What was the latest? What's your latest? Uh, latest Marvel piece I did, I reviewed She-Hulk about a couple weeks ago. Oh, my latest... I read that. Yeah. I enjoyed your commentary on that. And uh, my latest article to date, it's uh, part one of a two-parter uh, about whatever is going on at Disney. I don't even know anymore. I need a scorecard. <laughs> um, like, so, whatever, there is a lot happening over whatever, there. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to write because it's like playing whack-a-mole. It's like, all right, I have this down. Okay, I can type. And then it's like pop up. Oh, this person got fired. God, uh, got to go back and do this again. <laughs> like, so it's uh, when I'm done with it, I'll be very happy. <clears throat> yeah, that was. it's been uh, fast and furious what with trying to keep up with the geek recently i mean they were like bob's out bob's in remember bob says bob chapek bob Iger. bob Iger left bob chapek comes in bob chapek leaves bob Iger comes back in and it's like oh, oh, oh. uh I, there's a, there's a lot of speculation going on as to what that means why that happened and why it happened so abruptly why can't they just run it together like the bobs from office space Bob and Bob. Oh, that's a oh, I wish I had a clip for that. I, I got a meeting with the Bobs. I actually I just watched that. Bobs. All right. But what we're here to talk about today, we'll maybe talk a little bit more about that, but we're mainly going to be talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which just came out right after Thanksgiving. And I really enjoyed it. I think most of us did, but we'll get into that and more as we go on with the show. But before we do that, let's have our theme song. She just cue the music. so when i was making the theme song for tonight not the song but i like to do clips for every episode spice it up i was getting to the end of it and i was like i do like the hulk thing that we normally have in there at the end and when i say hulk thing it's actually from the miss marvel show when the dad busts in as the hulk and it's like here's debbie and it's like yeah and we really enjoyed that but i was like this is a good one. I like it because, like, I when I when I was watching this, I was like the team up of Drax and Mantis, because they're most of this 
special. Mm -hmm. When I was thinking about the team between them, I was like, that's a lot. That reminds me so much of me and Debbie. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mantis is like this intelligent, soft-spoken, da-da-da. But then like she gets riled up by having to deal with Drax being oh a God. giant moron all the time. And I'm just like, that's me and her. <laughs> that's She was so aggressive in this one. I was just like, she was I... way more aggressive. And I was like, well, that's gotta be a fact of her just having to deal with Drax. Like she wouldn't be talking like that towards other people. I really liked it. That's like a development of her character. And that in the second card of the guardians of the galaxy, when Mantis is introduced, she's very submissive. And she's mostly just a punchline for Drax to use. Like he calls her hideously ugly and no one could ever love you. And she's just very submissive and deals with I, it. I just imagine myself being with you. And he, so she's mostly a punchline for that. And uh, in this one, now she's kind of like used to... Because before that, what? She was just with Ego. Mm-hmm. That was her only connection to anyone else, and she's like a tool for him. Now she's with these people, and she's learning how to interact with them, and she's learning how to deal with Drax. And I and like so, she's super uh, like she yells at him, yells back at him, and I was like, that's hilarious. I thought that was great. I thought that was great. Um, and so I, I definitely I was like, when I saw her- them hanging out, I was like, this duo. That's me and Debbie. That's that's. I need us. to follow in her footsteps and become more aggressive. You don't think you're aggressive? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> I just like uh, it was also reminding me of this. I will be talking for myself. Mm. This is an open and shut case, and anybody who can't see that mm. is a savage and an idiot. Okay. You can't nope. just <laughs> you can't just kill people, Drax. <laughs> How am I supposed to know what to do if nobody tells me the rules? <laughs> Oh my goodness! All What's right. your opinion on dancing? What was he? What did he say? He said, he said uh, for pathetic people. Pathetic yeah, people. something like that. Yeah. And then the guy's like, "How about a shot?" Then he's like, ah! <laughs> "Which also is another part of this thing I liked. It was just like, hey, look, it's just getting wasted. That's <laughs> oh, and then they do the rest of it drunk. Okay, excellent. That um, that first Christmas song." That was saying by the band, I have to say, was it it started off like awesome. a Christmas it started off like a Christmas song that just got progressively more awkward. That was awesome. Okay, here's <laughs> what I want to do actually. Let's go back to even before that. Uh, because when it the first thing when it starts, I was like, What? Because it starts animated. Yeah, like, it starts happening? off like a cartoon. Well, it's kind of so like that, because the, like the Grinch stole Christmas, but it's but, Yondu but, stole Christmas. <laughs> Well, and, and so and it's gotta... Craglin talking about how Yondu ruined like Peter's. So, so was that animation? Did that animation look like rotoscope animation to you? Somewhat. I mean, I was looking at it, and and this was mainly at the at the the end sequence, the end flashback, if you will, when they they were doing that, and I was like, that that looks like. Rotoscope. That looks like the old Lord of the Rings movie. That and Wizards was another one that, and that did that. Easier to do nowadays than it used to be, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Well, because it was just it's by all looking at it. Yeah, whether it was rotoscope or if they actually had someone animate it, but I wasn't expecting that starting off because all the previews they never showed it, and it wasn't that much of it. It was just like a piece of the beginning, a piece of the end. Uh, but was, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great bookend to the whole thing. It was a flashback, and it was good. Yeah, well, it was fantastic. Uh, John, what did you think about the opening with Yondu and Craglin? Uh, it threw me off for a minute too with the animation. I thought it was good. I did. I was like, "Are they going? Is he just making fun of the Star Wars special? Is this going to be a troll?" <laughs> and um, so much better it, than the Star Wars because it's because it's James Gunn, and you never really know. Um, so yeah, I I thought it was a good opening, solid opening. Um, I laughed, then I kind of felt bad because the dude. Well, it's like a, it's ruined. a holiday special too, so it's like okay, so it's like let's get some cheesiness in there. And it really doesn't, it didn't hit me. I think that's why I called them bookends. It's because like it starts out with that and then it kind of ends with that. And that kind of brings that nostalgia feel into it. Because Guardians of the Galaxy wouldn't necessarily 
have a huge nostalgia like mainly it's nostalgia was from the songs that they used which even in this would still apply but with the animation at the front and end not as much as in the other guardians movies but it's christmas music so well and it's but the animation, I think, at the beginning then does remind you of like the animated holiday specials that co- that used to come out, and like that's what people watch year after year after year after year. Like I've remembered watching Frosty the Snowman mm-hmm. bunches of times, and like Peanuts, and the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and all these different you know holiday specials, and so it definitely evoked that tone. I think. And- he picked oh. good music. Uh, I've listened to the Pogues for years, and I never thought that I'd hear fairy tale of new york in a holiday special until i i watched this particular show so the music really did set the um story really well he did a really good job selecting the soundtrack as i think has been the case for the guardians movies as a whole this is where i disagree i didn't know any of these songs of course i'm a hermit and i don't okay listen, but i don't listen to the radio but i didn't know any of these songs so it was hard for me to get into it like i normally do with guardians of the galaxy because normally they have a banging soundtrack well normally the songs were like specifically like 70s late late hits yeah so yeah 60s late 60s early 70s i'm just saying and that these songs for this were like more holiday songs specifically and also more obscure not necessarily because it peter was barely in this okay So it's it not his soundtrack. It yeah, it's not his. So, like, a lot of these things, like, I want an alien for Christmas. Like, you might not have known that. Like, I didn't necessarily know or that. But as soon as I was and watching it, I was like, that's per- it's a perfect fit for, like, what's happening. So it might not have had the same nostalgia hits as the other ones. But I do think it was a good soundtrack for what was going on. For I, I like the, the first song by the that song was amazing. We were about to move right into that because he's like, we've heard tell of Christmas from you know, I figured we'd just go back to the source. And like him interjecting. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. That's not, not how the It's not part of the mythos at all. He doesn't have a, <laughs> a turn in thrower. your stocking. Yeah, that was good. Actually, because they said something about the flamethrower to the stocking and all I could think of was Futurama. Yeah, oh, I was thinking of robot. I almost like spent, I didn't have enough time, but I was like, they're basically when they're talking about Santa having a rocket launcher and all the elves rising up. I was like, he's just talking about several episodes of Future, like the Futurama Christmas special had robot Santa who would go out and destroy people. And <laughs> everyone was, was not, everyone was naughty, so everyone got cold. I was immediately thinking the same thing, actually, David. So it's like, and it was just funny. It was funny. It was a good song. I, I think it set the the tone. It was a it it, it definitely set the tone for the rest of the show because and was, that was uh, like the opening credits too. And and, and actually, even if you go back even further, there was an Al Yankovic song called uh, "The Night Santa Went Crazy," <laughs> and it and it talks about uh Santa Santa going nuts and blowing up the workshop and killing all the reindeer and eating them and i mean it's just he picked up a flamethrower and he barbecued blitzen and he took a big bite and said tastes just like chicken <laughs> so just a loose loose rhyme but <coughs> it worked about the comedy i guess <laughs> um yeah so then they go to earth basically i mean it is pretty much a they call it a guardians of the galaxy christmas special and I guess all of the Guardians are there at the very beginning, kind of, and all of them are there at the very end. But for the most part, this is a Drax and Mantis Christmas adventure. It was a buddy Christmas story. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I got to say, I really enjoyed their matchup, their team up, just them being able to get out there and do what they do. Like when they first approach Earth and people are like, freaking out and she's like you turn on the cloaking right and he's like yes <laughs> but you know you know why that works so well <laughs> because they're they're both the most uh, of all the guardians they are the both both of them are the most clueless 
They actually they have no idea as to what's going on. They're basically just following the crowd. And with this one, it's the blind leading the blind, basically. And so that's it makes it funny. I don't know. There's still Groot. There's still uh when you talk about cluelessness, I mean Nebula, and even though they're like, go go get Kevin Bacon, and she pulls out a gun. <laughs> it's like okay. It's like that's kind of the thing, is that they're all misfit idiots kind of <laughs> uh, we got a, we got a, two ships and a bunch of morons you take those morons and you go there but uh when they get down to earth and they start just walking around they get on like uh the walk of fame i love that was hilarious and then they start it, taking pictures with them who did they no, it's drag. steve it's steve and they like run and joe's like why did he and then run the look away? she had when she looked and when she seen carol danvers <laughs> like okay <laughs> why what what did drax have against Psykill? the gobot well, she said he goes that's to who like that was attack. well it is a guy in a robot yeah so he's one of the mantis, gobots mantis says a robot killed his cousin. <laughs> and he goes, I will kill you. And that was one of the funniest things is like, I thought that joke was going to end there, but then they do the montage of people taking pictures. And then at the end, it's like a, someone's taking a video of Mantis and he's just in the background, like beating the crap out of this guy who's just in a costume. And it's like, I, I was like, eh. <laughs> it was like, fun. That was one of those things. I was like, I did when I was watching this. I had like a lot of laugh out loud moments, um, and I haven't probably more than in any recent MCU thing. Now I know they're not supposed to be like hilarious comedies necessarily. Well, I mean, She Hulk was supposed to be that, but uh, no laugh out loud here. Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're not supposed to be talking about She-Hulk. I know, right? But no one's ever supposed to be talking about She-Hulk. I just over. wanted to compare it to the latest <laughs> comedy, and that ostensibly... That wasn't a comedy. That a was a travesty. That's why I said ostensibly. That's what they've framed it. Look. look. This reminds me of that Simpsons where he's like, do you, do you know why I took you on all those Police Academy movies? Certainly not to laugh. <laughs> certainly not to laugh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like this one had me genuinely laughing. I enjoyed it. What happens next? They're walking down the streets. They, they get, get all the money. So they get all the money. And that was another thing I liked is that like one thing led to another. Like they get a lot of money and then they're just like, let's want. And they are super clueless because they didn't like track where Kevin Bacon was. They didn't do any sort of search in earth's whatever they just landed in hollywood and started walking around <laughs> with a nap to the stars well that, that was later that was that after, was after they the go bar. to the bar and they yeah. just put all the money down on the table now and i didn't get this reference was the guy behind the bar someone with like an enemy of kevin bacon's in some movie it sounded like he has some sort of accent. I didn't, but I'm sure that's like an inside he's joke. He's a or something. character actor. I think he's been in in something Marvel's done. I forgot, but he's a familiar. Well, he goes. Face. He goes. Why would I know where Kevin Bacon is? And I'm like, oh, that's probably an inside joke that I don't get because I don't know Kevin Bacon as well as maybe I should. I don't know. Six six degrees. I know in that respect, but it's not like you know. I know what movies he's been in for that game, but I, you know, when was the last time you watched him? <laughs> uh, I watched Friday the Thirteenth a couple weeks ago. It's about it. Tremors, exactly. Stir of Echoes. Well, Tremors is great, but when was the last time you watched Tremors? X, one of the X Men movies. Which one was? He was First Class, right? First Class. Yeah. He had the uh, crazy woof, 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 thing going on. <laughs> it was great. Then Magneto killed him by like slow pushing a thing through his skull. I wonder if I still have that clip. Oh. <clears throat> it's worth looking for for me. Oh. <laughs> he found another one. <laughs> well, I found it, but now I can't. It's not. Oh. Why isn't it working? All right, give me a second. 
it's just insane. Uh oh. Oh no. Uh oh. Um. He probably just closed himself out of it. There he is. I don't know what just happened, but it was like we had an error and you can't do anything. And I was like, okay. Let it go! You have to let it go! You can't. All right. Well, now I can show clips again. That was really weird. Okay. But here's the one that I found. Innocent men. They're just following orders. I've been at the mercy of men just following orders. Never again. It wasn't the one where he's pushing the coin through his head. No, but I enjoyed seeing that because I love those two. Never again. Yeah, that's a good movie, but I don't know what's going on. Oh, Footloose. We forgot Footloose. Well, Footloose. That's, that's, that's like the inspiration for everything. The, the dance off to save the world. Yeah. Bacon versus Lithgow. There can be only one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. So they're at the bar. Let's go from there. Another and, montage, by the way. Yeah, alcohol. It's fine. It's fine. These are good montages. I and like it's, these montages. So up, what is a montage anyway? It just quickly gets through some stuff that we wouldn't have time to. It's just them partying. They get drunk. They party, and then. It's something that Zack Snyder should have learned how to do like 20 years ago. Mm, rough. That his movies well, I, wouldn't be four hours. I will say, well, I will say as to that one, that movie, his version of the Justice League had so much slow motion in it that if you were to just take out the slow motion, it would easily be two and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, you know what? So, Peter Jackson yeah. does the same thing in every one of his movies. It's always it's a lot of slow motion. It's not nearly, okay, well not I don't. I haven't watched all of his movies, but watch King Kong. King Kong is awful. It's like not not awful as far as bad. It's not, it's a good movie, but it's just bad about. Oh my gosh, are we going to go into slow motion in every scene? Well, Seriously? that's very specifically the problem with Justice League. So, I mean, that one is every scene, every time something's happening, and then it's like the Flash starts to run, and they go into slow motion. It's like that doesn't mean anything anymore. It's every <laughs> character. He's just regular now. He's just Barry. Yeah, he's, just, he's just a guy. <laughs> he's a That's guy in a red suit. All, especially with that casting. It's bad it's enough. Like that, it's bad like enough. A... that casting was terrible before Ezra Miller went insane. <laughs> and then that happened. Yeah. Good Lord. WB. My gosh. With all the stuff that, like, oh, <laughs> there's nothing was going right for them. Now the tide is starting to change a little bit. But I do think, like the Guardians of the Galaxy thing, this is a great thing for Marvel because the last couple things from them, in my opinion, have not been that impressive. Werewolf by Night was great. That was another. That was the first special presentation. This that was, was really great. good. Yeah. I think both of these things have been great. And I think they should do more special presentation things like this. Like, what are these? Like, they're basically holidays. <clears throat> I mean, Werewolf by Night came out on Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. This one's a, like a holiday special. Well, Phase 4 was a dud, and I really think Marvel's hitting a wall. And um, if you'll allow me, here, here's here's why. Sure. Um, DC has better bones, and Marvel had a better setup at first, but it just got overwhelming. And why I say that is I can watch an episode of Titans and not be like, oh, well, I missed the last Aquaman movie. I have no idea what's going on in this show. Marvel has made every single piece of content required reading, and it has just become overwhelming. And it's overwhelming the people working on them. It's overwhelming the people consuming them. Um, and it's just not going to sustain itself. They need to reboot, and they need to retool how they're doing everything. That's what I said. End of Phase 3. They should have... Ended yeah. phase three, ended the Infinity Saga, and said, okay, we're done, and walked away from it for like 10 years, and then rebooted everything. Or and just rebooted I mean, it there into a different... You didn't, you didn't even have to... I mean, you could have rebooted it 
into a different story. You didn't even have to reboot it into the Infinity Saga again. Now do your Kang thing. Now do oh, your yeah, Kang yeah, exactly. I'm saying reboot like, it into that. A different story, but like recast everybody. I mean, you can loosely tie it and do a movie that ties in. Like the DC Universe was loosely tied, and then you had the linchpin, which was Batman vs Superman, that led into Justice League. And 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 that was much better because I could watch Aquaman and be like, nah, I don't feel like watching Wonder Woman. And and you'd still know what was going on by the time Justice League came to theaters. But with Marvel, it's like if you watch WandaVision without watching anything previous to it, you have no idea what's going on. Now wait a minute, because Batman versus Superman, you said that's the linchpin. That one the only other movie or before a build that up. Was- it was a build up. The only I was gonna say the only other movie before that was Man of Steel, yeah, and that was that, it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking chronologically. I'm sorry because you know all this all this is old. Tomorrow, um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I, but I mean, Batman vs Superman is the only thing that ties everything together solidly. Is what I meant to say. Well, that's you know? probably that's partially because that like WB and DC expanded universe where started later than Marvel. They're playing catch up to Marvel. They're trying to do the same thing as Marvel. But they were late to the game, so they were rushing some of those things. So the part of the reason they don't have as many things connecting, part of it, is that they started later. Now, like again, like you said, though, the other reason is I think DC is also better at doing separate stuff. Yeah. Uh, Like their animated universe, like was... The movies that they made in animation, I'll say this on MCU Mondays as many times as I have to say it which is most every time we talk about DC, the (laughs) animation from DC is chef's kiss. It's amazing. Consistently. I love from the justice league cartoons to justice league unlimited to then the stuff that when they were doing movies and the movies actually connect their expanded universe or whatever through movies in animation is as good as the MCU, if not better in some cases. I think the structure is better. The execution, Marvel blows them away. Marvel executed better, and that's just that. That's just how it went. And I'm just talking it. about the animation. Oh, the animation. All right. Yeah. 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 No, that yeah. does blow Marvel away. Yeah, and it's it connects and it's amazing. And every time I've been well for the past like how many years? My goodness, when I've been watching them doing things, DC. All I can think to myself is, why aren't you just making your animated movies? You've got it's like you've got a moving storyboard right there. Into all, all you have live to do action. Is, all you have to do is take this and do I've it. I've said that for years. Yeah, I, I like, well, I totally agree. Yeah, that's exactly. But I, I just think, don't understand it. I think Marvel Marvel's going to have a. a gonna have to have a uh coming to jesus with each other though because it's um it's starting to hit a wall because people are starting to tune out is it when, when it becomes work it's not fun and and, think, and a lot of fans aren't having fun i think we might be seeing some sort of revival at least rejuvenation something with ant-man there's definitely well, a lot of hype for it there's definitely I mean, well, She-Hulk even made a joke of, like, our animation is bad because they're working on the next thing, and they alluded to Wakanda in that, but then I watched Wakanda, and I'm like, this isn't, like, the best CGI I've ever seen in some cases, you know, like, okay, and so and, then and, I, and I see the trailer for Quantumania, and, like, the whole thing is CGI, and I was like, okay, they've just been throwing people at this because this is the linchpin for the continuation of the all the other stuff was to like keep people subscribed to disney plus or like this that and the other thing they quantumania is the thing that's gonna like introduce the next thanos like that's gonna be the thing well in quantumania i mean you start in a new phase too so to sit there and say okay well thank god phase four is over with because really there wasn't a whole lot of anything that came out of phase four so now we can move into phase five and hopefully the the future of phase five looks better with with quantum mania well also they, what they happened need to, to just oh. four they should have dropped fantastic remember four in phase Fanta- four like, remember four phase four, four. And everyone was like oh my god fantastic four and then it's like there you go making sense here. again all we've now, ever gotten is in multiverse of madness and what happens to him he gets turned into spaghetti 
and it's like a now see i want you i want to i want everybody to go back and watch some of the the our older episodes because when we watched that one that the d23 and we watched that and it showed that four at the end of the thing i said like, no everybody was like oh fantastic four and i was like no, I just bet that means phase four. And it turns out I was right. And it, <laughs> it well, just meant phase shame four. on them for using because you know why people thought Fantastic Four? It's because they used the Fantastic Four logo, which is just a four in a circle. Let's be honest, that is what it is, but it's a specific looking four in a specific looking circle. And it's from Marvel. And this is Marvel. So when you do that, yes, people are led to believe Mephisto. Ah, son of a. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. Then, we don't know what we did. <laughs> I honestly think Marvel needs to take a break from the. Um, pardon me, from the Avengers. Take a break from the heroes. Focus on the X Men. Do another thing with Thanos, but do it with Apocalypse, and just regroup. We'll definitely get the X-Men involved. I mean, it's been too long without any X-Men, in my opinion. Even though some of the last X-Men stuff that Fox put out was just terrible. The Phoenix movie, or whatever that was, which, why are you doing that again? You just did that. Don't do that again. They were clearly (laughs) Uh, just trying to retain the rights. Grasping at straws. Well, no, because at that point, they were already being bought out. And you can make an X-Men thing, any X-Men thing, and still you be retaining the rights Phoenix. to X-Men. Yeah, you don't need to do that storyline again to retain the rights to X-Men. And then and then they were already being bought out, and that was just it was all going down the crapper. But now it's been so long since they got bought out. It's like what finally Deadpool. Deadpool's gonna be the first real because they keep throwing mutant into all of these shows and things, and they're like, I'm a mutant. And it's like, yeah, but you're not Wolverine in the X-Men. You're not like you're the you're X-Men. A I'm a mutant. Okay, whoop-de-doo. Where are the X-Men? Are we allowed to call them that still? Are they the X people? Where are the X's? Nah. Get out of here, oh, Jubilee. No. no one wants you. Is that a fanny pack? I used to have one of those in 1990. Never. i something for my utility bag. It's a goddamn fanny pack, and you know it, you sick son of a bitch. The difference is night and day. <laughs> oh, it sucks he's not returning for Deadpool 3. Uh, cable's not? Cable? No, uh, TJ Miller. Oh, TJ, yeah. Okay, I hope yeah. they do get Cable back, because that's, that's great. Uh, TJ Miller, yeah, he's... He had issues with Ryan Reynolds, if I read that right. He had some issues. I read that article, and... It... Uh, he's burned a lot of bridges because he was pretty much uh, Silicon Valley. He was great in too, and he just yeah. They... I heard he got in an accident. He had some head trauma, and since then he hasn't quite been the same. But he also like because that that was what struck me about the article I read with him talking about Ryan Reynolds was that like he was pissed off because Ryan Reynolds like while they were doing test runs of scenes or whatever made fun of his character for being like there but not as big as a presence as him and it's like that's meta and that's all the part of things like but that's what deadpool does and that was part of the the thing the lines you were running it's not like it seemed completely weird to be especially complaining about it to like the media it seems like a self-sabotaging thing to do. I don't know why any of that happened, but to to me it's kind of a self-own when you've had a history of burning bridges and you're the only person that Ryan Reynolds has ever worked with that has a bad thing to say about Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I mean, it's kind it of It definitely to me seemed like something that was part it was part of the scene it's like that's something Deadpool was saying to Worm and not something that Ryan Reynolds was saying to TJ. You know what I mean? It was it's yeah. like, so why did why are you taking things that you're that people's characters are saying seriously to yourself? And it was just weird. So anyway, that aside, X-Men, where are they? Why are they? Why are they not already happening? Do you think Deadpool 3 is gonna be our first like real dive into Disney no. X-Men? No, nope, not no. really. 
well, and and honestly, the reason I say no is because. Here, can I give you a preview? Yeah, go ahead. You think the studio would throw us a bone? They can't just dust off one of the famous X-Men. How about that putz with the giant pigeon wings? What do those do anyway, huh? Carry him three feet off the ground to snatch up the nearest muffin crumb? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, the uh, and and the reason I say no is because, and as we all know, we've we've seen the the things. Uh, Hugh Jackman is returning as Wolverine, and Hugh Jackman has said in the past that he's done with Wolverine. Obviously, he did some reshoots for. Excuse me, I'm Eric Lentrak. Charles Xavier, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, that too. So, so, but, but we said that we, you know, he did some reshoots for Deadpool two, you know, at the end when they did the whole cleaning up the timeline thing. Yes, then, should I play that clip? No, go on. <laughs> but now they've got um, he he's asked, hey, you want to, hey Hugh, you want to come back and do Wolverine one more time? And he's like, yeah, sure. Now, if you're going to reboot the X Men within the MCU and redo this. Wolverine is such an iconic character that you wouldn't be able to have Hugh Jackman do it. One, he's too old, and and two, he's just he's he's done it so much that it's not going to be a. It's like it's almost like oh, this isn't a reboot. This is just a continuation of all the other stuff that's coming. But in the other Deadpool movies, like we've had X, they might not be like the famous X Men, like he says in that clip. But you do get X Men, like we've had Colossus, we've had Cable, who's part of the. We struggle or not, yeah. And so in this next one, we'll get Wolverine, and who knows who else. It, it will be the most X Men we've had on screen since Dark Phoenix. Well, Deadpool, Deadpool two. Which one of those came? Either way, I don't like, know. Yeah. So it's been way, so it's, long it's, for it's, both. Yeah, it's I don't been know. a long time for X Men because you were used to like you know with the Fox ones they were coming out. And a lot of those I enjoyed. Some mm -hmm. of the later ones definitely got into like the Phoenix. The last Phoenix ones was crap. But a lot of people give the first Dark Phoenix one. They say that that's terrible. And I watch it. I think it's okay. It's not. I didn't like it. Not the best. Th it's not the best thing ever. But it's not like I'll never watch it again. Like I watch it and oh, I no. I like to see Ian McKellen doing his stuff. I like to see. Uh, I'm the juggernaut. I'm the bitch. juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's it's. Vinny Jones for that alone. Vinny <laughs> Jones, yeah. And then a lot of like the first class, and then the ones after that when you had, uh, freaking running around. What was the one where the guy lifted up a stadium? That was one of the first class ones. That was Days of Future Past. Days yeah. of Future Past. It's like there's a lot better, there's a more efficient way to kill everybody, dude. You're just not thinking. Well, like, he you're... wasn't trying to kill everyone. <laughs> 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 it wasn't his aim. His aim was to kill everyone. He could kill everyone. Well, uh, he spent all his time lifting RFK Stadium out of the ground. I mean, you know, like. It was a good look. We have a special <laughs> effects budget, and if we don't use it all, they're going to cut us down. For they're not going to give us enough for the next movie when we're going to do the Dark Phoenix saga again. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's in the first one. <laughs> Come on. Don't you know who I am? I'm the juggernaut, bitch! I am a fan of the X-Men. A hush falls over the crowd as rookie sensation Wade W. Wilson out of Regina, Saskatchewan, lines up the shot. His form looks good. Oh, that's why Regina rhymes with fun. <laughs> All right, what if they do this? They make a new Hulk movie. 2023, Disney gets the rights to Hulk back from Universal. They make a new Hulk movie. And That's why they're calling him Smart Hulk. Sorry. Go on. They uh, make a new Hulk movie and introduce Wolverine in the Hulk series like he was introduced in, in the comic Marvel, books. In the comic yeah. books. There's also a great animated feature of that. But... <clears throat> and then get rid of Eric Bana because he's the bane of my existence in the MCU. <laughs> In the MCU, I was about to say, what you didn't like him in Troy? That fight, yeah. I watched just... that 
last. Was waiting for him to Hulk. Well, how is someone so mild mannered playing Hulk? Well, I'm the Hulk, and you have to learn to control your. Emotions. No, you're the Hulk. Hulk out, Hulk. That's the thing. When he turns into Hulk, he's the Hulk. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, because when I'm unhinged, that's when I turn green. But it's not. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's like, let me explain to you why I don't get angry. Why don't you have a seat? I made you a coffee. What? Here's the hint. I'm always angry. <laughs> Here. But now, in whatever year this is, the audience wants action and seats with beverage holders, but mainly action. Mainly <laughs> action. He writes letters to movies. Dear Die Hard, you rock. <laughs> Especially when the guy was on the roof. P.S. Do you know Mad Max? <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, my goodness. At this point, I would have to ask that we actually finish talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Holy oh, yeah. crap. Is that what because we were doing? <laughs> we didn't finish, actually. We got to when they were outside the bar. They got the star maps. Then they get to <laughs> Now wait, there, uh, there was one great scene with the star maps where she hand, and and Mantis, she's like, oh, we we yeah. used all of our money, and she says, oh, well, here, just take it, and then Mantis says, you want to give us all your money too? She has <laughs> Jedi powers. She just has to touch I you, know. but then she has like Jedi. So that was a thing. A lot of she's people a thought better she could just Jedi put people than Ray. Yeah, well, oh, she's a Mary Sue. Mary careful. Sue. <laughs> well, okay, if we're gonna talk about that. Then the next thing I'll say is the thing that drew me out of the movie for a second because I was like, why? And uh, so, you know, when they're at the gate, and I loved it at the time, I was it was hilarious when they're like ringing the doorbell and Kevin Bacon's like, no, and I was like, he didn't already call the police, that's bullcrap. And then later he calls the police, and I was like, okay, yeah, okay, uh, at least he is actually because like who doesn't immediately call the cops when you, especially if you're a star, and I'm surprised he didn't, play. yeah, well. I mean, anyway, uh, anyway, okay. I'm, a, I'm a career bartender and I've had encounters like that with my friends. And I was just like, I feel your pain, Kevin Bacon. I feel your pain right now. Like, I just, yeah. oh, that's awful. I'm sorry that happened to you. But yeah, when, the reason why we haven't called the cops is they're outside the gates. We don't need to worry about it. They're outside. They're not getting in anyway. So screw it. Let them ring the doorbell all night long. Because no one could possibly get around my security system nobody can, of, nobody. Of, a, of a gate. Now, anyway, oh, that, oh. that aside, that aside, here's the thing that bugged me, okay? She's like, I wonder if he could throw me over the gate. Hilarious. He throws her over the gate. She fight Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> Five minutes later, the thing, they're both jumping over yeah! the edges following, yeah. and I'm like, hey, you dumb idiot. <laughs> if you can jump like that, why? Okay, so that... So, she I was drunk. I know, <laughs> I know. It's it's nothing. And and she, then they show her like also like creeping on things and climbing on things. And I'm like, she has all these abilities, but she's like, you have to throw me. Okay, you have to throw me we'll over the gate. Put it down to you being drunk. We'll put it down to that. But that, if you had been sober, that would have been a crime of. That's kind of like I lost my phone. Telling. Has anyone seen my phone? <laughs> Somebody Here, let me, let me call it real quick. See if it'll ring. It. Are you guys hearing this? It's <laughs> echoing. I'm not. I just. Oh, I was like, ah, it was a, it was a funny thing, but you can't then have her doing the next. Okay, and then I was like, she's drunk. All right, they're drunk. Fine, whatever. I like them it, stealing the decorations out of the yard too. I guess that's what they're there for. That's right. <laughs> You can't do that. Why do you need to keep your stripy man? I heard you saved an entire town through dancing. Does this look like a man to you? <laughs> <laughs> then the police come, and he's like flipping over cars, <laughs> and they're shooting at him. I thought that was great. They start shooting at him immediately, and he's just like, <laughs> Yeah, was that was like... the most inopportune time for my three-year-old to walk in while superheroes are like punching cops and putting them to sleep. And, and she's like, shot. oh, yeah, she's like, oh, fun. I'm like, yes, it is fun. Always respect your local police. Yeah. <laughs> this, they're and, gonna shoot you and it won't tickle <laughs> and this you're not gonna me. pee your pants unless you're dead and you can't control your bowels anymore they, they and this bothers me not not just in this movie but like any movie ever is 
you get there and the the guy shows up or whoever and the police start shooting at him and i mean they're just emptying their guns and he's standing there taking it and it's like if i'm a policeman i'm gonna say okay this isn't working i don't need to shoot it anymore because I'm wasting bullets at this point. This obviously that's not doesn't. The training that yeah, I got. I'd be that one guy that's like, is anyone else noticing this isn't? This doesn't not happening. Like it's not. Uh, yo, I'm out. This guy can take that's bullets. That's why none I'm of done. you are cops. <laughs> oh, I guess <laughs> you become a cop because they give you a gun and a car, and you get to go boom, 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 boom when you get to people. Yeah, but if you're Whoever in the army, the people are. If you're in the army, Eugene from Monster Squad writes a letter to you in crayon. And you go to a small town to save the town from monsters because Eugene summoned you. Are you kidding me? This baby is off the charts. Only sarcasm detector. Well, that's a really useful invention. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anytime I can bring up Monster Squad, I have to. Very underappreciated movie. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's... He flips the car. I laughed. I was enjoying it. I was like, eh, what are you going to do? If I could do that, I would. <laughs> I just liked how the cops were like, yes. Like they're Is upside down. Like are you guys okay? <laughs> My friend's being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I like I'll what they just... did to Kevin Bacon. And the meta, there's the meta joke in there that uh, actors are pieces of crap. And meanwhile, of course, who's and, saying and, that? And, and, and actors. You, you know, you had the whole scene from Guardians 2 where he, he retches at the thought of being with uh, her and she does the same thing. She's, like, She's an actor? <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I would be so mad at this. <laughs> I guess all actors aren't complete pieces of shit. <laughs> I also liked I don't know if you guys were watching when Kevin Bacon is playing in the band at like the end concert did you watch Nebula's dancing uh-uh. <laughs> no I didn't catch it she did kind of like a step move and then a head turn and then like a step move she definitely had like a dance that she was doing but it was also so rigid <laughs> She was she was doing a robot, was she? Yeah, like it was so it was such a good I say if you can go back if you just and just look at that because that was also a great ending song that they did. Also, the bringing in of Kevin Bacon was hilarious. What'd you think of Kevin Bacon in this? Oh, he's great. He's hilarious. I I thought it was I I I thought he's such a good sport. What a great sport. It was uh you know they especially when they like hit him on the neck or whatever, hit him on the head it's like all right, be yourself, but not an ass or like whatever. And he's like, you know what? Normally that would really, really, you yeah. know, annoy me. But for whatever reason, I'm just loving it. <laughs> this would really piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's such a loser piece of crap. You know what? Normally that would really, really uh, piss me off. But I like when he's in the ship with Craglet and he's like, he told us of all your heroic feats. How you saved the town from dancing and regaled us with all your tales. And that's like what changed his mind. He gets a call from his wife. He's like, my friends need my help. I got to inspire the spirit. I, uh, yeah, I've got to. And I, then I, Kevin Bacon as Kevin Bacon, not as a character that he's playing. Because that was the thing. He's like, what? You were just playing a character? You're an actor? No. Kevin Bacon as Kevin Bacon saves Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's oh, it's Chris. Great. It's great. Chris Pratt's facial expressions throughout the whole show too are just gold. Oh, of course, he's <laughs> like just just. This is a that's no, how he got is... his start was on this is human trafficking. This is human trafficking. All right, go go get Kevin Bacon. I will retrieve him. Don't kill him. Best cameo appearance: Bucky's arm. Yes. What's the story behind that? <laughs> Don't you remember in uh in in not in game in uh Infinity War, him and Rocket were sitting there and he I said, remember that, that how he much wants it. I'm saying somebody somebody he, gave him Bucky's arm for, for yeah. Christmas. Well does he uh, not have it now? Where did James, Nebula get it? James Gunn tweeted because somebody asked it on Twitter, but James tweeted that nebula just went and ripped it off because she was feeling christmasy 
She traveled all the way to Earth to get it. And that's canon now, because James Gunn <laughs> said it on Twitter. That's the fact that it, you know, his arm is vibranium, at least that one, and uh, his uh, flesh isn't. I mean, if you pull hard enough. <laughs> Uh, he said it so many times it don't matter now yeah <laughs> so he just probably got a better arm that one's been put to rest and uh nebula was like can i have that why <laughs> for the holiday special <laughs> it's really important you know how about the uh big twist <laughs> that uh that what's her face mantis is his ego's daughter yeah, or is or, well, it's not a twist for the audience at all. If you've watched Guardians of the Galaxy two, it might have been that her, Peter never knew that they were actually related. But didn't she say in Guardians of the Galaxy two that she's also no? No, I just watched it. She said that Ego found her as a larva and kept her. That's what she said. In okay, Galaxy. well then he lied to her, and I basically. It's been I a just while always since I assumed movies, that they so were. I, yeah. I watched it yesterday. I was about to ask because I haven't watched it recently, but I was like, "Didn't they? Didn't she say to Drax at any point that like?" But that's what she said is that. Yeah, that yeah, ego found her as a larva, and I just remembered that like I thought she had said something just to Drax because that's even what she said in this is like the secret that only you know, and he made up and he said something about some berries that she ate all of them. It's like <laughs> you're the only one who cares about that. <laughs> Um, but the other thing was that they're related, and I was like, I thought that was the whole point of the second movie was that all the people that were on the planet of Ego were, were all people brought back because, but I guess that wasn't explicitly said. But yeah, I, I and so now that's canon, there it is. Who's they? <laughs> I wish the robot chicken scenes were canon. <laughs> so, I, I love them. I think I would have been a little more okay with it if they had come out and said, because he raised me, I'm like a stepdaughter to him kind of thing, and we're not really related, but we kind of are because we both had the same dad. Yeah, because not, if she was his daughter, why didn't she he have use her celestial power? And yeah, maybe they use... tried, and she wasn't able to do what was necessary. So he, he used he just her, kept her around she... because of her powers to right. He used her for what? He because he killed what... all the other kids. Exactly. Yeah, they're all bones. I Ego said was that. Russell, right? Yeah. Hmm? What's that? Uh, was, uh, God, he's never made a movie I don't like. Well, have you seen Can't all those movies? Can't think of one. No, all the movies them. I've seen with him, though, I've liked. Escape from New York is one of my favorites. Escape from L.A.? New York. L.A.? I'm just trying to find one you didn't like. L.A.? L.A. is I, I I appreciate L.A. for what it was. It was a parody of the first one, and a lot of people didn't understand that. So I, I really liked L.A. for what it was. I thought it was good at the end when he lit that match. Welcome to the human race. <laughs> nice. Cue, cue Rob Zombie in his best theatrical presentation ever. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know enough of Rob Zombie's theatrical appearances to know for sure oh i was talking and, about and by, and by the song i know you're talking about just the song but still oh i was talking about everything he's done okay i was gonna say like up I to and including the monsters the best that was awful anyway all right uh yeah kevin bacon sings the holiday Closing song. Everyone gives their gifts. Groots were so hilariously meta. <laughs> also, I guess let's hear your opinion on how Groot looked. What do you think about that? Well, he was swole. swole. Yeah, because he was a little skinny little bee, and uh, 
Infinity War Endgame. And um, I guess teenager before then he beefed up for this. Now this one. is I didn't I think he was I think he was even a skinny little little twerp in uh Thor two or four. Four? Love and Thunder. Is he in that? I think so. All the guardians were in it right at the first. Uh I don't remember what he looked like in that one. I think and he was is, uh baby was skinny. Group, right? Huh? This is baby Groot, right? In the in the holiday special? Yeah. No. No, he's a big he's jacked up Groot. He looks like he looks well, he's like not fully grown Groot, but he looks like like he's a football padded almost like Groot. It looks like he's a guy in a suit Groot. <laughs> That's well, not Groot. That's just James, a guy in a suit. James said that was fully CGI, so but I thought it was a guy in a suit too because I was like, "What the hell is this?" Well, he just instead of being like the gangly kind of Groot, now he's like a bulky Groot, which is still like the original Groot we saw was more like a taller. So I feel like he's still on his way to being that the tall. Like he got tall and skinny, and now he's flat, and now he's still got to get. He's got to. He's got to grow into his muscles, kind of thing. Exactly. He's, he's got yeah. a grow sprout sprout coming up. They give him wow. a Game Boy at the end. That's sweet. I mean, he clearly can't use it with those giant thumbs. When they show him unwrapping, I was like, I bet it's going to be a Game Boy. Then it's a Game Boy. Then I'm like, look at his hands. I get the reference of him playing a video game and the, you know, what? Mm -hmm. But it's like, he's never going to be able to. I love Game Boy too, but this is a terrible, this is a terrible gift. This is a what terrible if it gift. shows him in the third movie developing like twig things? So he or can like, a, you know, yeah, to like play it. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, fantastic. You made it work. That's great. But okay, the meta 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 gift that he gives to Craglin, which is him opening his gift and looking at it. And, and it's, then it's, and like, it's like infinity of a smaller version and a smaller version. <laughs> this is great. Again, it's like one of those things that you have to just like let go. It's like, how did you make the okay? It's the Christmas magic. That's how. I just have to say, I love Craglin's opening line at the beginning of the thing where it just wraps up abruptly and he just goes, and that's how Yondu ruined Christmas forever. <laughs> and everyone's just kind of looking at him. <laughs> but, but actually, you know, Groot's presence, I mean, very obviously they were homemade <laughs> presents and very obviously they depicted scenes of the story and that was that was all well and good but if you go back to the uh, the i am groot series one of them is him it's the, i think it's the last one i think it's the the latest one was the, him trying to draw the picture and blowing things up and making making a picture for for rocket he goes, is this my fur where did you get this <laughs> you know so so to see that carry over now it's like okay he's making homemade gifts for everybody and he's just using crafty finds laying around so Rocket almost attacking Kevin Bacon because he called him a talking raccoon. Is that was awful. a great bit. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. he's like, "Don't worry, we're not gonna hurt you." Holy crap, that's a talking raccoon! I'll kill you. <laughs> kill you. <laughs> that was great. That was hilarious. It was. Uh, it was very fun. It was. It was a lot. Of, like the whole thing was just fun, enjoyable. The, Definitely worth worth putting on your holiday watch list. Yeah, the scene. Yeah. Like the I music again comes into it. I really liked when, like, they actually are setting everything up, and Quill's just sitting there alone drinking, and then he comes outside and they start turning the lights on. I mean, those moments are really beautiful. <sighs> Looking and feeling, yeah, it's so. This is Christmas. Oh, and, and they like, bought. Uh, they, so they bought nowhere. Is that what? Did I hear that right? Yeah, yeah they live in. They, the, they yeah. bought. They since we purchased nowhere. Yeah. She just cued the music.
Okay, so that song, that song I recognized, and that song is probably one of the most underplayed Christmas. I wish they would play it on the on whenever the radio station. Definitely play. I want an alien for Christmas. I want to say that's the waitresses, but I'm not sure. It is the waitresses Christmas wrapping. W R A P P I N G. Christmas wrapping. So go check that one out. They they play it like once every three weeks on the Christmas channels, but. Oh, so so we can't get a reprieve from the Mariah Apocalypse and Whamageddon, but they'll they'll save Christmas rapping, which is actually a decent song, for like that one time where you're not listening to the radio. Or or Grandma got run over by the reindeer. (laughs) Grandma got run over by reindeer. Walking home from our house. Yeah. 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 We don't need Christmas music on this shit. Not yet, not yet. Thursday, you know what? Thursday's December first. We'll talk about Christmas music. Mm. <laughs> Have fun. Woo, speaking of which, that's it for us tonight. You guys, got anything else you want to say about the Guardians Third. of the Galaxy holiday not special? Yeah, I'll probably watch it every year. Or so. I'll probably watch it two or three times a year. Oh, I'll uh, add it to my. It's fun. It's not too long. My list of Christmas shows that I have to watch every year at Christmas. It's 45 minutes of escapism and fun. And, uh, you know, just. And you don't have to watch any of the other Marvel stuff to understand what's going on. Not really. If you have watched Guardians of the Galaxy, then you'll. You'll, yeah, you'll be up. up you'll you'll pick really up on some it, in but... jokes and and yeah, you'll pick up on some things that are referenced if you have watched Guardians of the Galaxy. But it, you don't need. It's not required reading. It's uh, it's it's, it's just good fun. Yep. And you get to see a GoBot get beat half to death. <laughs> Everybody wanted that without knowing it. <laughs> but when you see it happening, you're like, yes. yes. <laughs> That was great. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Definitely. Anyway, that's it for us tonight. What are we talking about next week? I guess, well, the ne- what's the next happening in Marvel? We got Not till Quantumania. February. Not till February, Quantumania. All right, so I don't know what we're doing next week. Let's, we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> what are you doing on Thursday, David? Thursday, we are doing uh, Tales of the Jedi, all six episodes of Tales of the Jedi. So if you Tales of the Jedi is the new six-part animated series. It's out on Disney+, Plus. mostly dealing with Clone Wars, pre-Clone Wars. Three episodes for Ahsoka and three episodes for um, Dooku. Dooku. And Dooku is all, yes, pre-Clone Wars. And the first one of Ahsoka is pre. I think the last two, if I remember right, I'm gonna. I'll watch them. Again. Yeah, it's Ahsoka, and then they do Dooku in one clean sweep, and then then they finish it off with the last two Ahsokas. And I think those are both post Clone Wars. Yes. Boom. From what I gather. Yeah. All right. Well, but it's a good series. At some Great. point, David, will have to join your show. Absolutely. Uh, definitely when, when you want to talk about the EU, if that ever becomes a topic. When you, when you have some break time in between some other like I know you, I know, Star Wars stuff. I know I you've know. been reading. Tales of the Jedi is the last thing until... Yeah, we won't have anything Acolyte. to talk about until Bad Batch. Well, Bad Batch and then Acolyte comes out. Yeah, but that's January. That's... Bad Batch is January, and Acolyte, I don't know when that's... Acolyte and Mando... Oh, Mando Season 3, I think, is February, I think. But that's all next year, so after year, after yeah. we talk about Tales of the Jedi, we won't have anything until January to talk about anything. Boom! We're going to talk about some uh, stuff. They've talked, they've talked about Boba, Se- Boba Fett Season 2 at great length, and then it never really turned into anything it much like... It shouldn't, because season. that was a trap. <laughs> Hey, we've life. got this character. He's known as the best bounty hunter ever. We're going to make a show about him. What should we do? All right, let's make him not a bounty hunter. 
and he's gonna call himself a crime lord, and he's not gonna commit any crimes. He's gonna be like a governor. Uh, then people will love it because he's now nothing like the character that they love to begin with. So why wouldn't they let anyway? That's it for us then on MCU Mondays. We'll see you <laughs> next time. Shit! Language. Wait a second. No one else is gonna deal with the fact that Cap just said language. Just slipped out. Find the septa. And for gosh sake, watch your language. That's not going away anytime soon. You bet your ass. Steve, you said a bad language word. Do you tell everyone about the that? The handle's imprinted. Outwit the platinum bastard. Steve doesn't like that kind of talk. You know what, Romanov? Fury, you son of a bitch.